Okay, Bella, here's the thing. He got up from the couch and started pacing back and forth across the room, looking at his feet all the time. You and Edward seem pretty serious, and there are some things that you need to be careful about. I know you're an adult now, but you're still young, Bella, and there are a lot of important things that you need to know when you... When you're physically involved with- Oh, please. Please, no! I begged, jumping to my feet. Please tell me you are not trying to have a sex talk with me, Charlie! He glared at the floor. I am your father. I have responsibilities. Remember, I'm just as embarrassed as you are. I don't think that's humanly possible. Anyway, Mom beat you to the punch about ten years ago. You're off the hook. Ten years ago, you didn't have a boyfriend, he mumbled unwillingly. I could tell he was battling with his desire to drop the subject. We were both standing up, looking at the floor, and facing away from each other. I don't think the essentials have changed that much, I mumbled, and my face had to be as red as his. This was beyond the seventh circle of Hades. Even worse was realizing that Edward had known this was coming. No wonder he seemed so smug in the car. Just tell me that you two are being responsible, Charlie pled, obviously wishing a pit would open in the floor so that he could fall in. Don't worry about it, Dad. It's not like that. Not that I don't trust you, Bella, but I know you don't want to tell me anything about this, and I know I don't really want to hear it. I will try to be open-minded, though. I know the times have changed. I laughed awkwardly. (laughs) Maybe the times have, but Edward is very old-fashioned. You have nothing to worry about. Charlie sighed. Sure he is, he muttered. Ugh, I groaned. I really wish you were not forcing me to say this out loud, Dad. Really? But I am a virgin, and I have no immediate plans to change that status. We both cringed, but then Charlie's faith smoothed out. He seemed to believe me. Welcome to Win Ben Stein's podcast, where we watch... Win Ben Stein? Yeah, we watch Win Ben Stein's money, and we review each episode. Okay. Remember when he was on Fairly Odd Parents as the I don't know bureaucrat? who this is. He sounds kind of like this voice that I'm doing, because Maggie said, I'm not allowed to make her laugh. My well. name is Chris. Team Charlisle. Um, my name's Maggie. Team, have your inhaler hand even if you don't think you'll need it. <laughs> oh, God. She made me laugh. <laughs> um, What's new with you, Maggie? Well, did you hear about the moon? I heard about the moon getting a little topsy-turvy. If I don't see the backside of the moon and we kind of see a little butt, if I don't see that moon's little butt, is it even a good hex, you know? <laughs> you know how we see the face of the man in the moon? If yeah. you turn him around, we see a nude little butt. <laughs> um, and he'd be like, oh, uh-oh, the craters are dimples. <laughs> butt dimples. Oh, you don't know about butt dimples? I don't. You're missing out. I know about 
you know, face dimples. Face dimples. Well, the butt is the face of the of collarbone the, of the back. Collarbone. <laughs> I thought you were going to say of the body. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the face isn't on the body; it's on the head. But also, the head is the head of the body. So, in a way, the face is the head of the. In a way, the Look, face is the head. You of can the body. take these eugenics, these <laughs> I, the, these these turn of the century anatomy ideas, and take them out the out the freaking door. The hands are the hands of the what? The hands are the hands, hands of the arms. Okay, and what are the hands of the body? There are no hands on the body. I guess if your nipples could grasp, <laughs> then they would be the hands of the body. Okay, what's the what's the <laughs> what's the legs of the body? The legs of the body are the the flanks. So the butt. No, that's the top of the leg. And I know so you're the say, butt isn't part of the body, but you but already it, said that it was the body of the face. The face of the body. What's the hand of the face? The nose. The nose. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> What's the butt of the face? The butt of the face. Ears. The cheeks. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite intro we've ever done. <laughs> Uh, can you tell that, uh, me no one grasp by any other name, uh, twould grasp as well? What? Okay. I'm sweating <laughs> a lot. I feel, I felt sweaty reading the start of this new book. New book! New book, new us. New book, new this us. This time around, we are mean. We, we are, are skinny. Hot. We are sewing. Birds. Birds are mean and hot. I'll say it. Birds? Famously mean hotties of the globe. Okay, let's list the top three hottest birds. Okay. Um, Bald eagle. Bald eagle. Blue jay. Blue jay. And I guess peacock? Oh, I was going to say, that's a really good one. Um, I was going to say the penguins with the yellow. Oh, <laughs> they're cool. Yeah. Um, so go on our Instagram and let us know if you think peacocks are the penguins with the yellow. Spiky things are, I guess they're feathers. Are hotter? Are hotter. (laughs) Uh, Least hot bird? Pigeons. Oh, I would say least hot bird? Uh, Pelican. No, they've got a certain something. I guess. Penguins are like Cinderella before she gets her fancy dress. Penguins? Sorry, pigeons. Pigeons. Pigeons are ugly. Straight up. Do you know that pigeons came to this continent in the 1400s? They really done well for themselves, huh? Yeah. It's they they congregate in cities because the the buildings mimic rocky cliffs. Makes sense. Did so before we just going had, like, to places jays? with rocky cliffs, they decided good enough. Rocky Cliff is also my bio drag name. Ah, Rocky. Rocky Cliff. And I'm your son, Richard Cliff, <laughs> but you call me Dickie. Dude, Dickie Cliff. I call him Little Dickie. <laughs> little Dickie Cliff. Uh, pretty good. Um, let me tell you, Stephanie Meyer opens up Twilight Eclipse. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. <laughs> That's my Roger Ebert review <laughs> of the intro to this best-selling Not novel. with a bang, but with a sigh. With and a, a gasp to borrow like two a, Bella-isms. Um, it's like she and her editor discovered that she could do different fonts. 
That's fine. It is like she read for the first time a book that has letters in it. And she said, oh, I read half of Dracula. Also, texting existed. These kids would have been texting. I guess not in class when Bella and Edward This are- brings up our classic argument we had earlier on the podcast of would yeah. these kids have phones? Because this was published in summer of 2007. In summer 2007, I don't know anyone who was like texting. Yeah, you were in middle school. These people are seniors in high school. Bro. Bro. That's fair. Thanks, babe. Yeah, anytime, babe. What would you do to read Twilight? Have a podcast. Let me tell you, before we said you shouldn't read along, uh, I'm really up on that right now. We had a hard time this week. It might seem like we're being really negative. Uh, we, are. we are. I don't know. I can't say around it. But there are still a lot of crazy, weird things. So we're going to enjoy talking about those, I think. Oh, yeah. Listen, it's fun to be back, back, back again. Two weeks off of the book. Three weeks off of the book. Now. Oh, yeah. We're back in back the into pod. the Back into the original text that made America go, huh? Huh? This? Then, Is that Barnes & Noble? I guess I'll buy it. Then made half of our parents go, hmm. And the other half go, ugh. And made boys around the world go, girls dumb. Ugh. <laughs> So for those reasons, we're back at it. How many current congressmen do you think hate Twilight? <laughs> Honestly, um, none of them. I, th- I think maybe two could list Twilight details. I think more than Maybe two. Sparkly Vampire. You know who I think knows too much about Twilight? Marco Rubio. I was about to say Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio had to sit in on dinner while her, his kids talked Talk about, about Twilight. Yeah, I was going to say, how many Congress people do you think know enough because like they had to get their kids this book? Did AOC read Twilight? That's great. Everyone tweet at her. She plays League of Legends. She could play Twilight. Play Twilight. We play Twilight. <laughs> okay, we play Twilight at home all the time. I'm Charlie. And I'm Renee. We just call back and forth every other week and give each other, I ask questions and Charlie says, she's doing better. Yeah, we just we kind of just do this role play where we have a uh, custody of. And our honestly, daughter. we're not talking about Bella. We're talking about our housekeeper Janine. Yeah, we're worried about her. Yeah, she doesn't see her friends as much anymore. Let's well, because she's locked in our house. Right, in, lockdown in our medicine cabinet. Yeah, we, honey, I shrunk Janine. Only well, we shrunk her only a little bit. She normally stands seven inches tall. We shrunk her down to four to fit in the shelves. Yeah, so. Yeah. Many people didn't see the third sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which is actually a documentary based on our lives, and it's called Honey, I Shrunk the Housekeeper. Comma, her name is Janine. Her name is Janine. It still has Rick Moranis, though. Rick Moranis is still in it. There's still a giant hostess pie, oatmeal pie, in it, (laughs) and lots of ants. And I'm talking about sisters of your mom. Yes, full-size, big, uh... Sandals could crush Janine at any moment. So we just have Janine and medicine bottles and uh, Harry Potter Legos in our medicine cabinet. It's a cry for help. COVID really emptied out our medicine cabinet. It truly did. So it's, now it's just Those our things. housekeeper and medicine and, and Legos. Um, let's um, crack the window open for her. Kind of hot today. So okay. we'll be back. Okay. Hi, it's me, Eddie Izzard, selling you Eddie Izzard's Eclipse Spectacles. 
I know, there's no eclipse happening right now, but it'll be great. Look, am I a little more Australian than I thought I would want to be at the start of this one? Sure, but you know what? The eclipse will hit you wherever, wherever it is. It could be Europe. It could be Australia. Look, wear these glasses and look right at the sun. And you can see the outline of the moon or the outline of the sun. Either way, it's circular like your eyeball. But my glasses are like stars. You can look like a, a real regular Paul Bunyan with these. Help! I'm recording this against my will. Sparkle Notes for Stephanie Myers Eclipse. Preface. Uh, Bella is at a battle and there's another battle and she's worried about what's happening at the other battle, but she's sure she's going to die before she finds out. Classic opening to Twilight. Chapter one. Things are back to sort of normal in Forks. Charlie lets uh, Bella off the hook, kind of. So she's no longer grounded for sneaking off to Italy. <laughs> but she does. She's required to hang out with people that aren't just Edward. Mostly meaning, wink, wink, Jacob. But it's complicated because he's a werewolf. <laughs> oh! That was my Nicole Byer impression. As, ooh, welcome to the pod, Nicole. Thanks! <laughs> you couldn't tell, but I was shaking my head back and forth like she does. Classic! Um, so then Edward comes over and he's like, cool, now we can hang out more. Uh, Angela and Alice are planning a party, but then we really realize that what Edward wants to do this weekend, because Alice has a mysterious vision that she won't tell anyone about, Edward says, okay, let's go to Florida for the weekend. Bella says no, and Edward says, hey, Charlie, did you know that Bella has tickets to go to Florida this weekend? So they go to Florida, chapter two. At Florida, Bella says- At Florida. At Florida. <laughs> Bella has a good time hanging out. I'm going to school at Florida. At Florida. Uh, Bella's having a good time with her mom. Her mom's all like, ooh, you and Edward are really serious. And Bella's like, yeah, mom, we kind of are. Um, then they get back to Forks, and it's time for chapter three. When they get back to Forks, mysteriously, Jacob calls and says, are you going to be at school tomorrow? And Bella's like, yeah, it's school. <laughs> yes. And Jacob's like, great. And Edward's like, he really just wanted to talk to me. And then they have a fight in the parking lot. Snapping. Combs. The whole nine yards. The principal's coming. The principal's coming. We find out that the reason that they left town was because Victoria was there. And Emmett crossed a line. Emmett was fighting Victoria in the woods and he like went into the wrong side of the woods and the werewolves were all like, get out of my woods. So, And then they stopped to infight rather than chase the real villain. Classic. Classic Democratic Party. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah so basically basically we're back to the normal thing victoria evil redhead vampire gonna find bella bella's like eek oh no my human blood yeah edward's like i was protecting you jacob's like i was protecting her let's be friends let's not be friends blah 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 blah. that's the end of chapter three well the chapter ends with the human boys saying are you team edward or are you team jacob <laughs> yes don't forget and guess what they're all team jacob turns out they're like jacob's eight feet tall they're all like that jacob kid hot <laughs> jacob is hot the whole okay 
asterisk to chapter three, the whole school is hot for Jacob Black. And his motorcycle and his general disdain for white principles. Good for him. (laughs) That's Twilight this week. Bye. Wow. Chris. This this is how Maggie and I talk normally, day to day. I walk in with, you know, like a little breakfast burrito. And I say, Chris. And then she adjusts herself and pulls out a notepad and a big clicky pen. And, you know, she has her press hat on. And I say, ha ha, hey, Chris, what's going on? And I go, I know you're just trying to get a scoop, gumshoe. And I say, what, 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 what? No, sir, I'm just here to, to, to talk to you like a friendly folk. I'm a Southern reporter. Oh, okay. You really changed your demeanor. What's up? Um, now that we're on book three, the heat has been turned up. We're and going, going to balmy. Me. Yes. 78. Yes, and we're um here in year three of us living together, and I'm pleased to report to the pod Uh-oh. that the heat has been turned up in that we've become a Sexually primarily each other. pantsless household. <laughs> Not a lot of pants are being worn around the house anymore. Glad she uh, we didn't used to fully be... address what I said. <laughs> we used to be staunchly pants-on friends. Well, I used to wear only um, starched Three-piece yeah. suit. Khakis, yeah. <laughs> Three-piece khaki suit. Yes, that's what I've house. been wearing. Um, um, because I said it's simply not befitting of a lady to see a gentleman yes. in anything underdressed. And after three years, and mostly it's been quarantine, and you never doing your laundry. Well, we didn't have to bring that into the podcast. <laughs> and by weird pantsless, I mean I have yet to reveal my own Cute pantsless uh, body. But the rest of the house, which means you, George, the cat, and Janine, the housekeeper, pantsless all the time. Yeah. You know what? It's freeing. It's fun. It's fresh. It's flirty. It's those Fs. So if if that's what... if, if Those if are we, the only Fs we give. I was going to say, you know what? If that's what it takes, then F me uh, for not wearing pants. Two different jokes, but both excellent. You know who definitely should not wear pants for the house? Jacob. Because he could turn a wolf turn into a wolf at any time, and jeans are not cheap. No. Stephanie makes a big point about how many jeans and shoes are shredded. Yeah, that's why his that's why Billy is stressed all the time, because he's like, my son is shredding through these clothes so fast. Not only because he's going through a growth spurt, and now he's six foot seven, and last week he was five foot two. What I want to know is why Sam keeps sending Jacob on these missions. He has no self-control. Yeah, why would the leader of the werewolves be like, let's send the newest, most hot-headed, most personally involved member of our organization to de-escalate? Stupid, Sam. Stupid idea. Okay, today we're talking about parenthood. Not Not the the TV show. show. Lauren Graham, what a star. X-Factor, baby. What's that Meg Whittle? Whittles. Meg yeah, Whitt- Meg Whittlestein. Whitt- you know, I see her name on the papers all the time, and I say, what's that woman going to be into next? She had the, she was in she Kramer had the fucked up Kramer. spine in Grey's Anatomy. Meg Wimble. Windermere. Window. Window. Meg Window. Meg Window. Somewhere out there is Morgan Burris, and I know she knows 
who this actress is that I'm trying to talk about. Meg Ryan? No. Oh. So yeah, not that parenthood. We're talking about the parents in Twilight. Parents in YA and children's literature are always um, a fun element, I think, because they're either not there or they act like children. No one can write a parent quite as well as Juan Messerraudal, an evil parent, I should say. Yeah. uh, Yeah. But what crazy kooky characters. I and Twilight, wish. on the other hand, just adults. They're just kind, They're just of, kind boring of irresponsible adults. adults. <laughs> They're yeah. just not super thoughtful. Yes. Although these chapters, we get a glimpse into our favorite lady, Renee, Bella's mm-hmm. mom. Who, and our favorite boy, Charlie. Charlie. Who is trying his darndest with just the worst daughter one could possibly imagine. Um, He really should have sent Bella to Renee. Long Months ago. ago. She wouldn't have gone. She's, she would have moved in with Edward and she's become broken. a vampire. Well, at that point, she's not my problem. She's 18. Mm. Bingo, bango, bongo. That's just not how parenting works. It's not how it works. It is not how it works. Oh, no. She's transforming a la Hulk into angry parent defender. Not my best work when it comes to superhero you ideas. You know, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> It just wasn't good. Uh, and for that reason, I'm out. Oh, dang. How am I going to raise $500,000? Sorry, that was a slap, but I meant it to be a door close. <laughs> okay, uh, what's this? What's this? Oh, no. A whip. Yes! Well, I saw your hand do it. Okay, let me try it. I'll, I'll shut my eyes. Just a creaky door. No, it's supposed to be my really, my famously amazing rocking chair has premiered on this pod. Well, I think this should be a lesson in um, rec- facing your own delusion. No, it this was better This whole before. podcast mm-hmm. has been an intervention. Look, we got to stay on track. <laughs> we are manic this week. Okay, we're going to talk about, before we get to parents. Wait, we can't introduce parents and then not talk about them? We have to. Before we get to parents, we should okay. talk about the book. Okay. The book. Go, what go are go your on. expectations, Good Chris? Point. Chicken in the Chris, egg. I need you to lower your expectations for me because I'm tired of disappointing you. Look, I'm dad. Uh, oh, my dad's very proud. <laughs> Hi, dad. Congrats. Um, yes. Before we get into the in, into the the meat, Chris, my dad's very proud of you. Thanks, dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Once my dad called me straight from. We can't to- say we have to talk about the book, and then you just talk about your dad. Once my dad called me straight from listening to the podcast, and he answered, and he was like, "Maggie," and I was like. Yes, and he was like, "Are you there?" And I was like, uh, "Yes, Dad, I'm here." And he's like, "Are you really?" And I was like, "Yes, Dad." And he was like, "Okay." I couldn't tell if it was the podcast or you on the phone. Um, hate to shade your dad, but does he think <laughs> that when he listens to us, we are transport transported into his ears to whisper our podcast to him? Like, it was in the car. He had his phone like in the car. Yeah, you us. know, like in Willy Wonka Bluetooth, when they, when they... Chris, have you heard of Bluetooth? No, not a whale's tooth. Bluetooth capabilities in a car. They interrupted my great bit about Charlie and Chocolate Factory to make another bit about Bluetooth. This is our greatest feud yet because I feel like my bits are Ryan getting Murphy's their due. Ryan Murphy's the feud. Excuse me? <laughs> um, okay, so Chris, what do you expect from Eclipse? <laughs> I expect you <laughs> to listen to me. <laughs> um, this is... Is uh, our sleepover? It's because it's Stop it! I'm gonna turn off the podcast. No, 
You can't turn off the podcast. You can only turn off the microphone. The podcast you, hey, you, exists. You can turn off our podcast, but you can't turn off my pride. There you go. Um, pride 2020 Iceland. Oof. 2021, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> the problem is it's like 98 degrees in our apartment. <laughs> New so York hot. is going through a heat wave and our AC is off. We have to turn our AC off. Here's a peek behind the curtain. We turn our AC off when we record. So right now, it is extremely hot. <laughs> we are sweating. Chris and Janine are pantsless. And we're going <laughs> We are fully halfway through the podcast. And we haven't talked about Twilight much. Okay. My expectations <laughs> for Eclipse are that I'm going to hate Jacob. My, That's my main expectation. I am already so set on hating Jacob. And uh, uh, maybe an equal slash more that I already don't like Edward. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fanning <laughs> myself. Um, and also, this book is like thirty percent longer than the last one. Not even that that much. We're but it's enough longer. Just for for context, for those of you who aren't reading along, um, we just finished Congrats. chapter three, and we are on page ninety two. Of we are a novella in <laughs> to Eclipse, and nothing has happened. We're approaching like Brave New Worlds territory. <laughs> um, not, not the Shakespeare quote, the novella. I can think of several play, several books and all plays where more <laughs> happens in 92 pages. Yeah. That are complete so at my, 92 so my, pages. My expectations are that it's going to be a slow burn, like all of it. Um, Here's what I remember from this story is from the movies near the end, Victoria gets like an army of like the newborns, new cronies. And then they like fight in the winter and then they go to a Bella and Jacob sneak to a mountaintop. I think it's just a high mountain. But, it then, can't be the winter because it's the summer right now in the book. And then they have to like sleep naked to keep warm. All I remember, really, uh, this is the book that I have the best, the like most, the best, the best, the lobster memory, bisque. the best since memory of, and um, that memory is being very mad at the book, at old Steffi Mai Mai, at Jacob about this whole nonsense that happens on the mountain. Fans will know what we're talking mountain about. Mountain Gate, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm ready to just be pretty much, unfortunately, mad the whole time. But I'm hoping that we're going to get into, like, the action of preparing for a battle and it's not going to feel too long. Yeah, I'm, like, uh, prepared to go into kind of a frustrating read. I wanted to become a vampire because I feel like once that happens, I'm going to enjoy this a lot more. That does not happen in this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure this book ends with like wedding invitations going out and Jacob running into the woods for good. Um, they Bella briefly mentions prom in the in one of these chapters, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I'm not gonna go." Do they really not go? I think they really don't go. That's such a shame because why write a book about high school and they don't go to prom, even ironically, or even to crash it because a monster appears at prom? There are so many reasons to be at prom. Yeah. We have to see it. Okay, let's so list more reasons to, to be a problem. <laughs> Stephanie works so hard to like remove all obstacles from the plot. You want me to list more reasons to be at prom? Yeah, I okay. want you to do the bit. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Bella is prank homecoming queen. That's good. That's a list. Okay. That's what happens uh, in Buffy. I think Harry. No, he's blooded 
But Buffy is like given like a speech. They give her like an award because she's helped out so many of them. And well, they give like, Carrie prom queen. Right. But then she's inked. Yeah. Buffy isn't inked at the end. It's a nice moment. Well, to quote Maggie's favorite movie quote, oops, you made me ink. <laughs> from- okay, here's the thing. I did this one time, a bit, where I went, oops, you made me ink. And Chris was so disgusted. Now he talks about it all the time. Um, let's And just- it's very flattering. You're right. It's very flattering that I'm the that funniest person Chris knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we love a superlative, even if it's the grossest person I know. Let's list positive things that we're looking that we Here's expect. Here's some superlatives I would give Chris: a dictator of microphones, so we can't have our AC turned on. Mm. If I could gather up all my sweat and dump it over you, like Carrie, I would. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. Give me that sweat, mummy, mummy. Why haven't they made a Muppets go to prom? <laughs> and it's Carrie, but the Muppets but Miss, are all Miss that. Piggy gets carried. It is exactly. pig's blood. So that's uh, okay. So they would make it like you know. They would just make it paint. Yeah, like or steak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I really love, love the Muppets. the Muppets. Yeah, Muppets Twilight. Okay, side diversion. Oh, Muppets shit. Twilight. Who would be Edward? Kermit. The, the Count. No, Kermit would be Edward. It would have to be Bella. Would be Miss Piggy. Fozzie would be Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob and Edward would be more friends than not. Um, or Gon- who's Gonzo? Gonzo Charlie. Charlie. Mm-hmm. Can Mike be played by Animal? Sure. Who's, who's, or, or just or one of the, one one of the, the werewolves. <laughs> yeah, that just keeps wolfing the, out. Or the one that gets mad all the time. Paul. Paul. And um, <sighs> Pepe the Prawn, my favorite Muppet, mm-hmm. can be uh, Jessica. <laughs> okay, this is good. And uh, the old men, the two old men, are the Voltori. <laughs> <laughs> this is yummy, yummy. Um, Sam the Eagle will be Carlisle. Wow, you guys! I don't know if you're still listening, <laughs> but this is good. But this is Maggie does a lot more Muppet than I do. So, um. You really put pressure on Oh, me. now we're going to put Michael Caine, who was, I know, only in the Christmas uh, uh, oh, Muppet. Oh, he's Scrooge. He plays Scrooge, Muppet but Kirk he's going to come Carol. back to, be... to play Billy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Gonzo and his chickens will be another coven of vampires that come down. Or all the new boys. Or all the other werewolves. Yeah. It's just the chickens with dog the, ears. The band girl with the blonde hair uh-huh. that whips her blonde hair around, that's Victoria. No, Rosalie. Fun. Um, did you catch in these chapters that Rosalie, Rosalie is a cars. hot auto mechanic? She's a, yeah, she's uh, uh, very good. Edward's like, maybe I should fix that car. And, and then- Alice is like, you fucking Suck at cars. You better have Rosalie go sneak into his house so you don't fucking embarrass yourself. (laughs) That was good. So, okay. I was going to say, let's list some positive expectations that we have. Things that we think will be good or fun or that we want to see. I want to see a lot of the Cullen. More than we've got. I think we're going to see a lot of them and I hope we do. I hope we see less of Jacob and I hope he's auxiliary and just shows up a couple of times. 
I am excited to see the uh, the Clearwaters become wolves. Um, because I think they're favorites among the wolf pack. Leah and Leah Seth. And Seth. Seth, the one who adores Jacob. Yes, the little boy. And Leah, the hottie. The who, hottie. Uh, from rumors, I know that Stephanie is pretty um, cruel, too. Oh. <laughs> Famously uh, makes her infertile and stuff because she's a wolf. She, like, oh, rude. Uh, queers her in a, like, a violent way. Ew. <laughs> Which isn't surprising because she handles so many things. We're talking about positives, Chris. <laughs> Chris, I don't know why deft, you brought this up. The deft hand of Stephanie can really um, add a nice touch to any element. Yes. Um, and I'm excited that while we're reading this book, Midnight Summit Sun is going to come out. So oh, people yeah. are going to go fucking crazy. crazy. Um, I'm excited for Bella, hopefully, to fi- just like leave home be done with school but that's not going to be probably be to the end of the book which is uno shamo ah oh, yes uno <laughs> shamo my italian restaurant <laughs> when he, again still send us memo so we can go to bella italian in washington as a post post-quar yeah. um okay we'll be right back yeah and i'm gonna make a really strict outline that we're gonna follow for the second act i doubt it <laughs> there she goes, dimples. Okay, so back to parents. I have them, you have them, most people have them. Everyone has a parent. That's just facts of biology, baby. Oh, we're going to bring up facts of biology on this pod? Okay. That's pretty... Well, uh, we started off with my anatomy lesson. The hands so, of this the is face. The hands of the face. So children are kind of the the hands of the parent. Yes, when when parents hear the song "Hands, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes," heads, shoulders, no, 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 hands, Hands, shoulders, shoulders, knees, and toes. toes. They touch their kid. Yeah, and then they touch their Their shoulders, knees, and toes. Well, but the shoulders of what? You know, their dog. So they touch their kid, their dog's shoulders, the knees of their grandma on their father's side, and then the toes of the face. The eyebrows. The eyebrows. So again, when parents hear hands, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees and toes, the famous song, they touch their children, the shoulders of their dog, the knees of their paternal grandmother, and their eyebrows. This is some sort of activation code for some sleeper agent. That sequence of words. (laughs) Otherwise, we just painted a a Dolly-esque nonsense painting. Um, so in these chapters, Charlie is trying his hardest. Trying his hardest because he ungrounds Bella, just being like, "Hey, you're allowed to not be grounded anymore, as long as you see your friends who you haven't seen anymore." And Bella's really like, "Well, liked, I haven't seen any friends because I've been grounded." And he goes, "You know what I mean." I really liked that talk. I like it most when Charlie's really trying the books. Yeah, we've been saying this since book one. We like Charlie relationship. and Bella's nice. relationship, and that was. I said, "Wow, Dad, good try." It was sad when he was like, you know, kid, if you had close ties to friends that weren't just Edward, when he left, you probably wouldn't have been um, so sad for so long. He's like, not your fault, but also like, let's try to, you know, build friendships outside of him. Remember how much it hurt when he failed you one time and your life shattered and you wanted to drown? Yeah. Don't do that again. Um, He's really hellbent on Bella seeing Jacob, but I don't totally read it as like a creepy thing. I think it's like. 
he knows that your life at least someone was his daughter's friend and they're like her life family friends and he feels like this boyfriend has come into town and cut you off from everyone you know i like that charlie likes jacob but i just wish i did yeah i can't fault charlie he doesn't know what's going on behind the scenes there um the closest behind the scenes he knows is that they built bikes together yeah uh, Edward, no, uh, <laughs> Jacob and Bella. Yeah. And we learned that Jacob did not sell the bikes like he said he was going to. Which is fucking shady. Which is like. It's so weird that he like went to go get her in trouble and then kept the bike so that she could come ride with him. Yeah. It's the equivalent of um leaving your jacket with a date so you can call them later. <laughs> I. To be like. I'm not going to get into ranting about Jacob yet, <laughs> but I'm pissed at him. He's so he's, manipulative he in these chapters. So w- He's like, yeah, Edward. I miss you, Bella. I'm so sad. (laughs) That's him. Maggie really hates. I think he's manipulating her in a really nasty way. Yeah, welcome to the club to being Bella. Being manipulated by two horrible boys. But for Jacob, I feel like she sees through his manipulation. And wait, in Edward, I mean, he sees through his manipulation. But with Jacob, he's like blatantly like, being rude to her and then turning around and being like, I guess I'll just go back home where I have no, no friends. friends. I thought we lot. could make it work, but I guess if you don't want to, what I said really is true. And it's just like so mopey and mopey and creepy and like sad eyes. So she feels like she's the one wronging him. Right. It's fucked up. Hopefully he learns his lesson. I hope he gets his comeuppance. And the answer is, he doesn't. He love adopts her daughter. So we'll see. Speaking of daughters, Bella is one and she visits her mom. Yeah. Finally, we get actual in the moment Renee. These chapters told me that we're seeing Renee through Bella's angsty teen eyes and that she's really probably a pretty normal person. Yeah. Irresponsible still. She shipped her daughter off so she could marry a minor league baseball player. (laughs) (laughs) But. Um, But not horrible. Um, She's, Renee sends an email to Bella being like, oh, I went skydiving. And Bella was like, oh, what an idiot. She's afraid of heights. Why would she do that? And it's like, Bella, sometimes people do things that they're scared of, but it's safe because it's fun. Remember when you hung out with adult men in alleys and jumped <laughs> off cliffs. Remember that, Bella? Great point. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bella's like, I've always been the responsible one. Yeah, she's you so teen. Dove. She's so teen. She's extremely teen. Um, and then she visits her mom, and her mom's like, so you and Edward, you're very close. A little, really close. Like, in a way, no high school couple ever has been. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Bella in an early chapter says that she doesn't think boyfriend is good enough for Edward and she hates fiance because she's not accepting that they're engaged. So instead she wants to call him destiny or eternity. But that sounds weird. We have a word for this, Bella. It's called soulmates. Just say you're soulmates. You talk about your souls all the time. It will be just say boyfriend. Imagine a high school girl or boy or or just a high school person. Saying, hi, my name is Bella. This is my soulmate, Edward. I and I'd say, put down your Lisa Frank notebook. Take those I can't fake fangs out of your mouth. I'm sure that someone did that yeah. when I was in high school. Oh, four, five, sure. Yeah. 
Um, but Renee's nice. She's just kind of like, hey, watch yourself, kid. Because remember, I got married right after high school and had you, and I love you. But also, clearly, I am trying to relive that youth that I missed in my adult years. It's dark. It's a little dark. And it's odd for Bella to, like, fault her mother for it and then be like, but it's different for me. Because it's real for me. Yeah. When it's like, I'm sure that it felt real Charlie and Renee too. were like, we're really soulmates in love forever. Yeah. When they got married. So don't think you're better than them, Bella. Just because you want to get out of Forks. Yeah. Um, another thing that they really drive home in these chapters is the idea of boundaries. Boundaries. Um, we talked a lot about the boundaries that we no longer have in our house, like pants. Like pants. But what are some boundaries that we still have? Um, no underwear. Yeah, we still wear underwear in the house. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Except for George the cat. Nude. Always. He is nude always, but furry. Furry. But nude. We've seen Jacob naked in these books when he's a wool. How are we going to say, uh, have we? Oh, Okay. So there's a split second between when he's a person and when he's a wolf. But I think it's he, after the pants. Is rip. he ever a naked person and then a wolf? No, I think the pants rip when he's already out. Mm. No. Well, Plus he's bubbling. Yeah, let's let's get the lore. Do those bubbles count as clothes? The lore introduced about wolves in this chapter, bonkers. When when uh, Edward was like, "Yeah, you probably didn't know this, but our powers don't work on werewolves." We were like, "Edward, we fucking know." Or we like didn't fully know, but it's like weird. To, it just really read as Stephanie being like, oh, I got to explain this. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of weird forced in exposition where it's just like, you know, if you just told us, Stephanie, we could breeze through it and we'd be fine. Because you do that all the time. Yeah. And also the werewolves are such a. They're full of rules, but coming at just uh, at random. They're yeah. just sprayed in. Yeah. So just just have fun with it, dude. Um. Boundaries. But Bella needs to set better boundaries. Charlie tells her that. Um, and I think that she uh, is sort of on board with it, but doesn't know how to make that happen, which is hard. Yeah. Because she's like, yeah, I really will ask my friends to go hang out. I really will and go and hang it. out with the ga- the gals. But she did this last book, too. She does. She says she's going to hang out. And then she does once. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I did my quota. Now I can go kiss and lick Edward's lower lip. Yeah. And Bella needs boundaries anyway because Edward stays over with her every fucking night. So she needs to just have boundaries, period. But she doesn't know that because she's a teen. Yeah. She needs to get good sleep. I don't think she gets good sleep. Unless sleeping against a hard cold Ugh. stone creamery. Right now, that countertop. sounds really amazing. You're forgetting how hot it is. <laughs> That's so true. Um, okay. You know those videos of people doing rolled ice cream? You could do that on Edward's chiseled abs. Hot. There's a fly in here and George is going crazy. <laughs> um, and then also the boys cross boundaries. Wow, yeah. literal. This literal. is this is what we call analysis. analysis. Deep analysis. Um, yeah, the theme of this chapter I would say is boundaries. Um, the big one is in terms of plot, is that Victoria is somewhere in the woods again, and one of the vampire Cullen vampires went into the wrong part of the territory. And there was a dispute about, like, what side of the boundary line were you on? Yeah. Because they're not supposed to, like, cross. So that, like, fuels the flame of the antagonism between Jacob and Edward in this, even though it's clearly about Bella. I mean, it is, but. Yeah. Stop coming up with these excuses, boy. Just say we both want to kiss her. Yeah. 
And Bella will say, okay, I just want to kiss Edward. The end. And she and has instead, said And instead, we're not going to do that. And we're going to take what we think is ours without asking. Classic boy stuff. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, boundary talk. Boundaries in the lunchroom. With the human Angela. friends. Two sides. Pro and anti-Bella. Yes. Angela. Queen of pro-Bella. Mike and Ben? I'm a lawyer. Um... And, but it's okay because I'm still going to do this podcast pro Bella. Pro Bella. (laughs) Um, I think it's Angela, Mike, and Ben. Ben. Who would have thought that Mike, the sniveling boy who just wanted to kiss Bella so bad, turned really mellowed out when he came to senior year? Annoyed, but he's still a little annoying, but I think he's really finally has been comfortable with the idea that he and Bella are just going to be weird school friends. Yeah. And then on the anti Bella side, Jessica. The Fallen. The Fallen Jessica, who used to be our coolest gal pal. And Lauren, corn Corn silk silk hair bitch. And uh, Tyler, I think. Uh, Yeah, some other. Who's the one who hit Bella with his car, so he better be nice. We saw hints of this in the last book, but now apparently it's full on factions. People don't like Bella, I guess because she's like flighty and weird and only spends time with Jacob. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Edward. And Jacob. And Jacob. They're just like, why is she our friend? She hasn't been a good friend to us. And I'm like, honestly, true. You don't have to be, like, mean to her all the time, but, yeah, she is weird. <laughs> like, I also want to, it'd be so exhausting to be Bella's friend. Yeah. Constantly checking in on her. She disappears. She's not really emotionally available. Mm-hmm. Not a great friend, Bella. You um, know who is a great friend? Angela. Angela is just like, whatever you need, babe. Whatever here. you need, we're here for you. We love to hang out. She and her boyfriend. I'm friends with Alice now, and yeah. I'm in love with her. <laughs> and my short, short boyfriend. My short, my short boyfriend. Um, but all in all, I wish Bella the best, the best. <laughs> and I, she's going to find a way around all this and see Jacob anyway. She tried to sneak out and Edward, speaking of boundaries, uh, stole a part from her car. So she couldn't drive it over to Ed, uh, Jacob's. So she stormed downstairs and closed the window so that he wouldn't come in that night and then sat on her bed and then thought, eh. And then went back and opened her. What I think is so crazy, speaking of boundaries, real fast before we wrap up, um, that Edward told Bella she's not allowed to see Jacob anymore because she's like he's a werewolf, he's dangerous. And Bella's like, I've been seeing him for months, for like a whole year when you were gone, and I can't see him now. And Edward's like, Yeah, that's what it is because I said so. What? Uh, you don't trust her at all, even a little bit. Hubba, 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 what? Also bad. Yes. But, yeah, as you said, a lot of boundaries. I want to say, in defense of a shitty man, that- In defense of a shitty man we can't is forget the, the s- title of everymedium.com uh, yes, article. Yes, and this is mine. We can't forget the actual supernatural elements that are real in this book when we make our cultural reads. Because, like, yes, Edward's being controlling, but also- in the pages of the book, we remember that Jacob is truly an out-of-control werewolf. He is becoming more, like, powerful and not fully in control. And, like, any time Edward even comes up in conversation, his skin bubbles like he's going to randomly turn into a wolf and kill everyone. That's true. Edward doesn't have that problem. He doesn't have the physical violence outbreaks. because he's Yeah, and when he does, he's, like, old enough that he can just, like, run away to Alaska like he did at the beginning. Right. So, and there's an element of, like... The danger you know, the danger you don't know. Of course, he wants to, like, protect her because she's a, literally a fragile human. Right. Compared to, like, them. He could, she could explode if you squeezed her. 
But I agree that the cultural read is this boy is controlling her life. Fair. Because he also is the friend and he's keeping her. He also yelled at her for trashing a birthday present that she got. (laughs) And honestly, once you give someone a gift, it's theirs to do with what they will. I mean, rude, yes, to trash it. Well, she clawed it out of her car. Famously, go back to that episode where I screamed about how she (laughs) ripped a piece of equipment out of a car. We'll give you time to do that and we'll be right back. Okay. What's that sound? What's that awful sound? Is that your air conditioning? Tired of this problem? You need Mike's Silent AC. Air conditioning. All the cool with all the cool. That means it's silent, like the cool guys in the back of the classroom. Time to get cool without all the... Mike's air conditioning. Wow. Hear that? I don't. Bing. Okay, welcome back. We're yelling at each other. Chris. What? Chris. What? Chris. What? I cannot Chris. I'm not going to move on until you say it. We can't. Otherwise, you'll cut it out. It's too hot. Chris, I cannot stop thinking about Bella being grossed out at the idea of eating wolves I when think she's this turned into fine. a vampire. I think this is That's normal. insane. She doesn't want to eat wolves once she's a vampire because it reminds her of her friends, the werewolves. But she's willing to, for vampires to be ripped apart and they don't remind her of her friends, the vampires. They maybe do, but she wants the, she wants the vampires to maybe be dead because they're actively trying to kill her. She would kill yeah, a wolf who needs, was trying to kill her. But she needs to hunt animals right. to survive. I think there are more, there are enough animals that she doesn't have to I kill would them. much rather kill wolves than bears. Well, that's just you, baby. No, bears are endangered, Chris. So are wolves in some I don't places. think. I think they so. They release wolves all the time to kill deer. They release, they tell people to kill bears all the time. They don't release bears into the wild to kill things. Yeah, well. Yeah. They kill bears well, when they wander into here's campsites. My, here's my alternate idea. Alternate take is wolves. Werewolves are not the same as wolves. Wolves are. They look similar. Wolves. Werewolves are giant like- in this universe. Giant, ten foot tall wolves. Well, I'm not saying you have to kill the people wolves. <laughs> although we're killing the people vampires, I'm saying we can kill wolves. I don't want to kill wolves because they look too much like dogs anyway. Well, I don't want to kill bears because they're nicer than wolves. Well, let's wolves. agree. Let's only wolves eat deer. Are- That's stupid. I they can't, can't survive on I can't just believe here. Maggie's legitimately mad at me for taking this position. Because I, it's unexpected and insane. Wolves <laughs> are not the same as werewolves. Bella's splitting hairs. Well, in this book, werewolves are just big wolves. Giant wolves. Yeah, but they still look the same. They remind her. They She's not saying it, they're the same. Yeah, but the vampires that they're killing aren't the same. But they should remind her of the vampires. They're actually human people with thoughts and feelings. I don't think she likes that they have to kill them. She revels in it. She's not grossed out by it. She's led them to killing three already. <laughs> she has. But she's unwilling to kill not human wolves. Thank you. I win. Ding, ding. You don't win. I win. I see your point. I, I still agree with Bella that she's allowed to not want to eat wolves. 
she's going to starve then. I hope well, that she starves and eats Jacob as a human, not even as a wolf. So she has that on her conscience for the rest of her life. Get ready for our bonus episode where Maggie defends, uh, where she yells at people who are vegans. No, that's allowed. But Bella can't be because she needs blood to survive. She simply doesn't need blood. <laughs> well, okay, do you think? Okay, just beet juice. Beyond meat. Beet <laughs> juice. Blood. That's what true blood, the whole premise is they, they make up a synthetic blood, but, true blood that vampires can. What did I say? Yeah. True blood. Yeah. True blood. Isn't the blood called true blood? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. We're agreeing. Hey, shake my hand. Hey. Shake my hand. Chris, I cannot stop thinking about when Edward came in to greet Bella and Charlie was in the room. And he pulled, I'll just read the text. He pulled my wrist up to his face, our hands still twisted together. His eyes closed as his nose skimmed along the skin there. And he smiled gently without opening them, enjoying the bouquet while resisting the wine, as he'd once said. Nasty. He did this in front of her dad. (laughs) It's so gross. He's smelling her wrist. Which means he's smelling her blood, and she's like, "Cute, Ooh, I love that for you." Fucking ew! If my boyfriend came in and what's the same thing? It's like sexy. Like and smelled your hair. Ew! Like came in and grabbed your ponytail. And was like, I want to be in love parents. for the person I am, not for my pheromones. Yeah, but she loved. I mean, like, she, well, she he kn- may as well get down on his knees and smell her butthole. Like a dog? The other side is what I was going for. Uh, her, her front butthole? Her front. <laughs> the butt of the front, which isn't the face. Face is the... The butt is the face of the back, but the butt of the front. The face? No, isn't the face. Oh. It's... There are so many funny, oh. gross things I could As say. As Countess Luann would say, I think she said, but JJ... Ah, well, that's Shonda Rhimes made that up. Truly, that's the history of that. <laughs> that's and that's the history of a JJ. As every terrible, as every terrible mom of a terrible second grader who's in dance classes would say, "TT." Oh, what? What? I aged eighty years hearing that. Girls have TTs and boys have PP. This a Texas thing? Yep, this is a Texas thing, baby. This is a nasty thing. We never would have said it in my house. No, that's disgusting. Because I'm sorry if we're truly offending someone, but your mom should not have taught you that. Your mom should uh, resign <laughs> <laughs> in your credentials. Here's what I can't stop thinking about. It's not really much of a, uh, uh, an action as much as a, a line that I underlined and went, OMG, amazing line, best of all Twilight. Okay. So enjoy this. Is it about Rosalie being a hot mechanic? Because that's really, I should have made that my segment. Mechanic is in the the Okay, go ahead. Uh, Bella said, My mechanic was busy these days. Busy running around as a giant wolf. (laughs) (laughs) You, sorry, our housekeeper Janine just put her giant sweaty ass feet on my leg as if it's not 100 degrees in here and I've lived out. Oh, they must go away. They simply must. Well, really interrupted my triumph. Of I'm sorry. Bringing this line to light where <laughs> Bella is like, oh, I really should. I could get car help from my mechanic, but he's being a big wolf. <laughs> it's like every so often there's such cuckoo crazy lines. Yeah. That it's like, it really takes me out, but in a way it takes me in. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, I don't really have a specific can't stop thinking about other than when Bella used a semicolon in an email to her mom. That's good. That's pretentious, Bella. Never need to use one. It's because she's reading Wuthering Heights, which Jake, with which Edward hates for all the same reasons that we hate this book. It's thick with irony. It's like Stephanie Meyer wanted to write TGS Hates Women, but didn't know how. She couldn't quite thread the needle. I felt that way when also she had people pick sides, Team Jacob or Team Edward, yeah. within the chapter. It's like You may as cute, well say, no. I'm writing this book for the fans. And we can see it, and it, that is what makes it bad. You might as well be writing Sherlock season three. I don't get that, but I'm sure that Tumblr has something to say about Tumblr, both come at me and Sherlock. <laughs> My Tumblr is... Um, I love Edward and whatever Jacob you Tumblr. say that is a Tumblr, so and you probably porn. shouldn't say it. Oh no, they don't have porn anymore. Ooh. Famous, 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 famous. Uh, you can famously follow us on Instagram at Edward is a vampire pod. You can email us at at Edward is shoot. There's no at in Gmail. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Famous. So send your famous Amos fan fictions. To us at Edward is a Vampire Pod at gmail.com. Um, we also have a Twitter. Five people follow us. It's really exciting there. If you want to follow, it's at Edward is a Vamp Odd. One P Vamp Pod at Gmail. No, no. shit. It's just Edward is a Vamp Pod. Look, um, it's exclusive. It's sexy. It's fun. If you want us to get a Twitter, that's the current argument in our apartment. I said Twitter. I meant TikTok. I'm Maggie having a stroke. <laughs> I'm melting. Ah! Okay, just With kiss him. Just kiss him and we'll go. Kiss him. Just do it. As they say in theater classes, uh, strong and wrong. Mm. Also, as they say in theater classes, Macbeth, Macbeth, Macbeth. <laughs> My mom's picking me up now. You have to deal with the consequences. <laughs> 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 That's a good joke. <laughs> uh.